Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Taken Off Air, uh, Taken Off TV, Taken Off whatever we're called now. It's our birthday, bitches. We are two years old. Mentally and in terms of the podcast. Yes, both. We are to- <laughs> we are officially toddlers. <laughs> hey, so that changed I... all the names to Taken Off Air. So it's twitch.tv forward slash Taken Off Air. Because Kyle I kept stumbled. going, oh, taking off air. No, it's taking off TV. Taking well, off let... TV is on YouTube because I can't change that. It, it, it's because, like, Which works, the, the main thing was the podcast. The podcast was called Taking Off Air. And in my mind, that was always the main thing. That was always <laughs> our main recording thing. It didn't matter about the streaming or anything like that. Our main thing was the podcast. So it was just Taking Off Air was the only thing that came to mind. But well, anyway, we're, we're having a little bit of a lackadaisical celebration of this. This is going to be the last sort of deep topics one of the year until we get into more of the light-hearted type things. Because it is our birthday, but it's also nearly the end of the year, which means season two will be coming to an end soon. There's only two more episodes know, and then like we've just got the holiday season. specials. Yeah, I know it's to some of our regulars that feel like it ended a while ago because last time we uploaded it was the 12th of November. So, <laughs> apologize for that. It's only been a month, <laughs> but you've only uh, to be it's fair, they've only got Jake. Don't blame me, it was entirely your fault. <laughs> it wasn't, it was, been, and then it was, I've, and I've then been. it was the week after. <laughs> I blame the um, budgeting we have. Which is the budgeting we have in our pockets. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we have had a lot of shit happen in this singular month. I crashed my car and it ended up costing £500 to fix. And that's with the insurance paying for the repairs and stuff. That's just the excess and then getting an MOT and getting it taxed all in the same month. Jesus. I don't talk about MOTs with my MOTs due in two in like in two weeks, yeah. My my MOTs due in exactly two weeks. I have no idea when my MOTs due. My MOT was due in February on my old car before I sold it. Uh, I might not have an MOT, I haven't got a clue. I'm taxed on next year, that's fine. We had to get rid of the jag now, it's it's coming a massive pain in the arse. And you were so happy to have the jag. You were so excited. You were like, I've got a jag! And now you're like, oh, I've got a jag. That's because deep down, he's an old man that doesn't think about the financial implications of owning a jag. <laughs> he thought he could walk I've into any hotel in the just steal one. I've got, more, I've got more financial burdens as it is. I don't need it. The jag is just making another financial burden on me. 
That's the thing, you're a jag owner, you can just go to a hotel, steal all the condiments and stuff, and then fuck off again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I can't eat salad, because I'm a whore, aren't I? <laughs> well, yeah, just use free hotel yeah, shampoo and soap and conditioner for the rest of the year. You don't have to pay restaurant bills, you don't You, you don't have to buy condiments or shampoos or anything else you can find in a hotel room. Dressing gowns, right. slippers, trouser presses. I've got a few of them. <laughs> the only reason why I want to do this stuff is because Jack's break down at the expense of <laughs> They're very everything goes wrong, especially a lot of the sensors. My main yeah. issue is the sensors and the springs. Ooh, we had a very interesting it's... Renault issue. Good old no, French electrics. Oh, not French. French electrics Ever... that doesn't this old woman brought a Renault Kajar in that she bought for about six months ago. Because when you get in yeah. and you turn the ignition on, the wipers go on. And you can't turn them off. And I'm not talking like intermediate, they're just sitting going <laughs> as fast as they can. Um, the mechanics had a look at it, and by the time they pulled it out, when you turned the engine off, the wipers were still on. Then they pulled it in the next day to have a look at it, and by the time they'd finished that day, even when you turned it off and locked it and immobilised it, the white bus was still on. The only way to stop them was to, to unhook the battery. So they just made it worse. It had to go to, Renault, to a Renault garage, and we got like a 600 quid bill because they replaced like ACUs and stuff like that. And when it was finished, there was still some kind of fault. But they kind of stopped the white bus just being doing what the fuck the one person. <laughs> but what made it even better was the guy... Uh, the mechanic who was working on it parked it up, got out, wipe, like locked it. White bus won't go off. Fuck's sake! Okay, opens the bonnet, goes away to get his little spanner to take the to unhook the battery. Right? What? It's a Renault, so when you walk away from it, it decides I'm going to lock myself now because the key's not with us. Right? <laughs> he then unhooked the battery, shut the bonnet. The next day, they went over to get it, couldn't unlock the car because the key. Was in the car. He didn't walk away with the key. The car just decided he turned us off. I'm going to lock. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll lock themselves out of how the dealer's car. I don't, yes. How, how did they rectify the issue? That's what, that's what I want to know. Uh, they had to lift it up on the four post ramp and get a very long piece of wire and unhook the bonnet so that they could connect the battery and use the button on the door to unlock the car. That's how you steal Renault Clio, everyone. Frank a Renault Kajar. If it's got its a wipers a on, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if it says Renault, just, just walk away. Yeah, pretty much. This is the thing, though. Like, I like the look of a lot of Renaults. They've got quite nice styling. But no, every Kyle. time you hear anybody talk about... Like, like, I was looking at a Peugeot recently, and it looked absolutely lovely. I sat in it, it had loads of legroom, it was absolutely fantastic. And then I had a look online, and all you could see from every review was, it's a lovely car, it's fantastic to drive, but it's French engineering, so don't count your chickens. <laughs> Kyle, there's, there's certain things that certain nations do well, and the French do, like, cheese well, and wine. And baguettes. They don't do electronics. And baguettes. Why do you think Hall of France is still lit up by fucking gas lights <laughs> and candles? Why do you think that I've not to romanticize the city of Paris? It's just because I haven't figured out fucking <laughs> electricity. <laughs> do you know what I did learn about Paris? And this is quite cool. There used to be a system in Paris, right? 
where there was a pump that was on a timer and there was pneumatic tubes all over the city and your clock was pneumatic so every minute there would be a burst of air pushed through the pneumatic system and it would move your minute hand yeah uh, yeah your minute hand a minute i want that that sounds amazing yeah, that's awesome there was a hotel that had like 500 rooms and every single one had a pneumatic clock on it that sounds amazing, but also imagine how loud that clock is. Just <laughs> minutes gone by. I think when you the clock in the room just gets a. <laughs> I don't you know. know it depends think, on whether they actually did it properly. Clock. Sorry, dude. You know how like Fox, um, Volkswagen, how like the yeah. advert always had that's auto at the end. Yes. Right. I think most one of the left. Like the um, French brand cars should have at the end a non electro. <laughs> non electro. No <laughs> working electro, anyway. <laughs> hey, that, that's actually. Nothing you know, in it, you won't fix. <laughs> you know what I don't know what is just a big bit of scaffolding? Yes. Could you turn that into a giant Tesla coil? Well, it does have lights on it. I know it's got lights on yeah, it and it's got work. a work and lift. Well, work and lift. Do you want to know something interesting about the, the Eiffel the Tower? You, you're not allowed to take, you're not allowed to commercially use photos that you take of the Eiffel Tower at night. At night, specifically. At night, specifically at night. In the daytime, absolutely fine. At night, the lights are on. Right. right. And if you take a photo, you can be copyright struck or you can be sued because the um, the lights that's on it the design of the lights is actually copyrighted so if you take a photo at night the lights are on and you can't use it without the proper licensing okay i want to know what the fuck kind of lights it's got on because it, it's it, the it lights anything, dude but it can't be anything special <laughs> i'm about to say so why the hell not it's just because the the, the light design i.e the lights that are stuck on the side of it that are the shape of the eiffel tower they don't really have a design they're just white lights uh it's copyrighted Sorry, I am turning the phone off. It's all right. The amount of times we have done anything and it rings every time we try and do anything <laughs> with recording or video calls or anything, someone phones my house phone. But it won't call any Let's other go. time just when it's convenient for them. Do you know don't? You could be at his all day and the phone never rings the second he fires up a recording or tries to do something, it rings. Yeah. It's not fair, I haven't heard of it ring in, uh, in our production meetings. Any of our it did meetings. last week at some point. It did last week, yeah. and this week it's because Tuesday, I turned the bastard off. <laughs> right, talking about places. So someone's saying like... energy saving, energy saving bulbs from Tesco's. They probably are. If they're on the Eiffel Tower, they will be the energy saving <laughs> bulbs that take twenty minutes to light up, and then even then, you can get a bloody bigger light from so... the tiny little keyring torches. So what you're saying is, it's Tesco's fault that we can't take photos there for tower night. Which country does Tesco come from? I don't know. Horses are probably like okay. China. Actually, the French eat horses as well, don't they? This thing, I never know which country these shops come from because they all just use these simplified little names that sound like they're from nowhere. Tesco, it'll have a meaning. Google's off. Hold on. Google is always our friend. Google is always our friend. It's a British multinational groceries and general merchandise retailer headquartered in Verlin Garden City, England. It's the third largest retailer in the world. 
and the ninth largest uh, it's the third largest according to gross revenues and ninth largest accord in the world measured by just revenues so in, it's 90, in 1919 jack cohen started selling surplus groceries from a stall at the east end of london mr cohen made a profit of one pound from sales and four pound raised first so, so probably about the same turnover as tesco's now yeah <laughs> Uh, it appeared, the the Tesco brand appeared in 94 when he bought a shipment of tea from Mr. T. E. Stockwell. Dude, he bought a shipment of tea from someone called Mr. T. Stockwell. T. E. Stockwell. <laughs> he stocked tea well and he sold some. <laughs> There's some number of It, it really, really annoys me about people and Tesco's. That the horses. Not, not, not the fact like you got the Grand National in the fucking freezer in aisle four. <laughs> um, no, it's like it's people these people be going to Tesco's and having a look around. And then if you've been in Tesco recently, they have the normal price and they have the club card price. I like, I like it. When, I like it when you go down the freezer aisle and see being so much cheaper than a normal price. And they just like to complain about it and think it's wrong. Yet they don't realize when you first went to like the doors of Tesco's is big saying join f- club free so but, but that's, so that's it, not it, Tesco's it, that's a customer's if you walk in and says do this for free and then you walk down an aisle and something's bearer I would sign up in the shop yeah I mean th- this is the thing though Save some uh, money. <laughs> is it one of those things where it says join now free but down the line we're going to charge you monthly or yearly for it or is no, it it's free and it's free. just like a card I've been a club card holder for the last six, seven years now. They do have like a subs- pay monthly subscription, but that didn't last very long because normally you did it because the features they offered weren't shit. Like <laughs> nobody did it because their the customers drive drugs. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all on my club card. Nobody did it because the customers are people like Jay who just sit there and watch them ice curling down the aisles or doing the Grand <laughs> National and then wanders off with a pack of biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay can't I deny that because I've been I have been with him in Tesco and we've went there looking for specific things and left with mostly biscuits. So what we're saying is Tesco is good for biscuits but not light bulbs. Basically, <laughs> but not the French. <laughs> uh, right. It's good. It's I'm useful fine. consumer advice. No, they don't have that paid subscription anymore. Oh, that's a shame. Well, no, it's not a shame. It's a good thing because I don't like paid subscriptions. But you know, James just realised now because he's never actually paid it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I've got two pound of voucher space to spend. Oh yeah, to be used by twenty twenty three. I mean, suppose there you go. You can you can buy something. Ten quid's worth of stuff for the two pound voucher. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you do well, Jack. <laughs> How would you get a two pound voucher? <laughs> I know. Two pound, I can buy a two pound voucher. I have never seen a, I've never seen a voucher under a fiver. Like how? I mean, 
you can buy some Freddles. You can. If you, you can. I, I, I well, found you a pack of six Freddles for a quid. You could buy two packs of Freddles. You're lying, Stephen. Stop lying to yourself. Not. No, not, I, I have I have seen the oh, six pack of Freddles for a pound myself. It was at the co-op and it was on. It was reduced. It was probably because they were out of date, honestly. No, there was a full shelf. Of them. No, I checked the dates. <laughs> Even though it's chocolate, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, hey. Uh, chocolate yeah. doesn't go out of date. It just goes mildly still, still edible. Still. <laughs> still. My chocolate doesn't move. <laughs> I know. Just <laughs> eating chocolate frogs so far. Something's going wrong if your chocolate's moving, dude. It's been eating chocolate frogs from Harry Potter. Like, going back to, to Paris and that. I like to talk about James the only one that's Paris. Well, that's how, that's, how, that's how they're fucking pronounced, isn't it? Uh, so, so the French pronounce it. No, no, and you, you, need more, you need more phlegm. They say Paris. They say Harry. Are Paris yeah, dog legs? Probably, like, it's probably <laughs> the dog legs French. in the food. <laughs> <laughs> not about the French. They're, no, they're most notorious for their shit electronics and cars. Um, Seth was as notorious for... Jay, you've went underwater. Yeah, you have went quiet, dude. Did I go underwater? Yeah, yeah you're better? going underwater. Yeah. That's better. Don't put your hand in front of your mic, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco's is notorious for the... Written the Grand National Burgers. And what is Northeast most notorious for? The Northeast. Yeah, the, I would say. Well, yeah. notorious. I, I would say either the coal mines, the strikes, or us getting Margaret Thatcher butchered. Yeah, minor strikes. I'm talking more precisely about one major city. All right. So, what major city? What city? So, so probably. If it's what what's the most famous city in Northeast, it's probably going to be Newcastle, isn't it? Yes, it's Newcastle. Point All right. Party Centre. We're notorious for partying. <laughs> we're notorious for our sh- shitty choice of food. What do you but mean? There's one thing that is the hardest thing for anyone to do that comes from up this river. Is that differentiate? Is that be able to have other people understand them when the differentiate between I and A? Yeah, man. Basically, the Geordie accent is massively popular. Apparently, it was voted for one of the most sexiest accents ever. Fucking bullshit! Uh, I don't see like it. Can you imagine that? You know, you're watching some like some porn and some guy goes, "Where I pet a Bendyawa." Okay, mate. Calm down. Um, basically, I came across a news article. Right, the whole what was was the news article written by a Jory? <laughs> because that would explain this whole thing. Apparently, yes, by Sophie I missed, Brown. Sorry, Jay, but I missed that because I was being brought snacks and drinks. Oh God! <laughs> I they weren't requested. I was just giving them. <laughs> The title is quite relevant to what's on TV at the minute. Can you call my sister and pretend to be Ant and Deck? The strangest request made by a top of lodge guests in Newcastle State. 
pretend to be Anton Dick. This is, I feel like it's racist because they're the same walls on the same. Basically, yeah. So I'm going to read off some of the of these weird requests, and I'm sure you guys should on a like no pain. I think request odd stuff because we oh, bit of distracting. Step open up the snacks because we're all working. Dude, I've got, look at me, tiny pepperonis. A cheese made it into there. I hate pepperoni. I have the cheese, but I hate pepperoni. I'll pass you some. Uh... (laughs) My favourite favourite request on this page is, can you tell my wife that we have to sleep in separate rooms due to social distancing as she snores and keeps me awake? I feel like that's a valid request. (laughs) Can I request (laughs) that, travel lodges? I feel like that is an amazing request for for hotel staff, and I feel like if you are a good member of hotel staff, you will go full on out and try and make sure that the wife fully believes that every single person in the hotel has to abide by those rules, and that she has to sleep in a separate bed in a separate room. I was going to say a separate room. <laughs> well, I'm only paying for the one. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Oh, that's how like a long dream for Jay. You get double stuff. What's sorry, Jay? How long does my twenty-four hour parking lasts? Uh, twenty-four fucking hour. <laughs> Dude, I've heard Just things that like honestly, off. it's ridiculous. You know, they're giving themselves the answer within the question. Does the inch of the north ever visit the south? It's I feel like that's got to be a piss, Jay, because it's, fu- it's a fucking statue. Yeah, it's a giant fucking statue. How the fuck would it move? Do they think it's an actual yeah, so angel that at night gets anyway. wings, gets, like, proper wings and fucks off around the country? And it just likes living, standing in that one space in the north in the middle of, in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. I fucking hate the north. I've only, I, I've only ever been there once, to be fair. Like me, 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 and Jay, me and Jay, when I stopped, when I was at Jay's a while ago, I stopped at a hotel near him, and I could see the Angel North from the hotel, and it was quite close. I never realised how far down south the Angel of the North actually was. Yeah, this goes because we live. To anyone who doesn't know, we 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 are northerners to Newcastle. Yeah, we are like northern northern. Well, we are northerners to Newcastle. We are northerners to most of the north. I work on the outskirts of Newcastle and I travel south um, to work. Well, yeah, Jay, Jay is the outsider here because he used to live up here with us and then he moved down south towards the Angel. Fucking southerners. <laughs> I've been close to that Angel. I live more south towards that Angel. This is why he's a hotel room though. <laughs> it was a really nice hotel room, to be fair. However, the walls were quite thin. I could hear snoring on the other side of the wall. Good. Well, it's a good job, that's all you can hear. Hey, for you guys to like at home or listening, um I helped Kyle find this hotel where we all went we we're on a massive adventure. And then we, we, were. Went we, just, we just went on a massive adventure trying to find one. To be fair, our adventures usually end up getting we, we thrown out. I started to put them on. No, wait. Before you say anything else, Jay, 
Let's just point out that we rocked up as a wedding reception was leaving. It was a funeral, wasn't it? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> was it not a wedding? I can't remember. I just I just remember that and the fact that when we got to the room, we looked outside the window and we saw some dude doing Tai Chi out the window. <laughs> what, like he was fucking... outside and you saw him or he was hanging out the window doing Tai Chi. Yeah. <laughs> It, there was, it was like a very a... nice hotel. Don't worry. I, I stayed in a lot of hotels in my life, and it was a nice hotel. But it what nice got hotel. me was it, was it was far better than Premier in in my in my eyes. Me and Kyle do the best hotel ice... goes. Yeah, definitely. That's an isolated <laughs> corridor outside Kyle's room. Yes, right. And in this, in the right, like right hand corner of the isolated corridor, there was a single wooden chair. Bear in mind that bear in mind the okay. corridor also slanted downwards, so it's like there wasn't enough headroom or anything to sit in the chair. It was just sitting there. Okay. So me and Jay, so what any responsible adults who have seen horror films do, we stole the chair and put it in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> With bungee cables and cable ties. <laughs> uh. I just love the fact that we'll put it Can in my room. Clean... It's not like we'll put it anywhere else. We'll put it in my room. <laughs> to be fair, Jay's original plan was to put it in his car. Weird shit. <sighs> Honestly. I was highly disappointed as well, though, because we went through all of the hotel drawers, and you know how every hotel ever, when you open the bedside cabinet drawer, there's a, there's a Bible. There wasn't mm-hmm. a Bible. I was so disappointed. That's because you don't live in 1980s America, what you're talking about? No, nah, man. Every hotel I've ever visited, whether it's been a Premier Inn or like an actual hotel or B&B or whatever, there's always been a Bible in the top drawer of the bedside cabinet. So what you're saying is, before you were there, a drag driver had rented that room. <laughs> there was nothing Jay, left in it. Jay, how did you know about that hotel? <laughs> He'd already cleaned it up. He came back for the chair. <laughs> I wanted the white house death because I was on the other side of the other, on the other isolated corridor. No, I did as well. It was fucking gorgeous. I think I've still got a picture of it on my phone. I took. I a... got a picture of the chair. Honestly, I do oh, have a picture of the chair as well. Yeah. Honestly, two young lads standing in the middle of hotel room corridor and we just stood there taking pictures of a writing desk and a chair. What is wrong with you two? There's a lot wrong with us two. <laughs> I know. I am sending the fucking writer's desk to you, Stefan, because I know for a fact you will appreciate it. Mm. I would appreciate the writer's desk. Why the fuck are you taking photos of chairs? Because it was the creepy chair in the middle of a corridor. You went to a fucking hotel, you Ruby. You went play bargain hunt. I mean, last time we went to a hotel room, we ended up sitting there trying tofu and both nearly spewing, so. I feel like we should try again, but we should cook this thing. I mean, I've had tofu and ramen and stuff, and it's lovely. It's just because we tried it raw. And we did try a brick of tofu. Yeah, a dry brick, which you opened it and watery substance seeped out and it stank. Well, at least it all went in the bin and smelled nice in the hotel room the next day. Yeah. Carl, you're, you're, you're the button chef in this, like, friendship group. 
I am indeed. I have used tofu in a couple of my recipes. It does actually taste good when cooked. Because it absorb it has no real flavour itself. So it absorbs the flavour of everything else. I made a bolognese last night. Oh no, that was well, Chinese last night. I made a bolognese the night before. Uh, my my mother has just made a broth today and quoted my grandfather's most iconic words if you can stick a spoon in it and the spoon stands up it's thick enough did you just nearly invent a spoon that's what I say to the winners that's what what I was on a very small production for this um, BFI shoot, you know, it's like things were getting slow. I was staying around home just in case Penelope arrived any day. Mm-hmm. And this one guy who remembered me, he was a, he was the security guard on this um, location we're at. And he remembered me from a big ITV shoot that we'd done a few months back. And the runner was going around asking for people's coffee orders, and she came to me, and she asked for my coffee, like my um, so I gave her my coffee order, and um, security guard told us, "Listen, I'll come and help you make his coffee for you." I was like, "Shit," you know, rememberable, uh, and I came back, and the guy had a fucking spoon standing in the middle of the coffee, <laughs> and it was a nice coffee as well. That's the way you made it, shit like coffee into good coffee because you could make a spoon standing because it's thick. Tea, coffee, broth, anything that can have a spoon stood straight up in it and it does not move is good. Lasagna. That's good. Lasagna. You can stand a spoon on lasagna. It is. It means it's got substance. <laughs> And it's not just layers of cheese with no meat or anything inside. I hate it when you do that. You you get a lasagna, and you're so happy and excited that you've got the lasagna, and you you cut in, and you pull it out, and you pull it pull it out, and all it is is grease and cheese and a tiny bit of meat, and you just look down at it at, it, at this horrible, deflated, yellow, soggy mess that looks pathetic. And you sat there going, and Cal realized what type of vegan, what type of vegan has stolen the meat out of my fucking dinner? (laughs) Jay. Uh, Finally, it's took two seasons, but we've made Kyle inadvertently go on a rant about tiny meat. I won. (laughs) Fuck's sake. And on our birthday smell. Yeah. I know. Like, I want, if I have a lasagna. I want it to have meat. If I go order a pie, I want it to have meat. If I order something that says it has meat in it, it is legally required to have meat in it. Not a tiny little shred, not a tiny, little, a tiny little teaspoon of meat. No, it is false advertising if it has no fucking meat in it. No, because like, that what little like... teaspoon of meat is still meat regardless. The quantity of said meat in yes, said if, thing you've if, ordered. If you if you buy a steak pie and there is one piece of steak in it, that is not a steak pie. That is a gravy pie with a bit of steak that accidentally fell in. What if what yeah, if you like, what if it's, it's meat free, but like a fly dies in the packet? Then then that's, then an that's a lie. Vegan. Well, then that's a lie. It's not meat free anymore. It's an unlucky vegan. 
Oh, lucky. Finally got a bit of meat in the diet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. fly is supposed to be very nutritious. Yeah, for no, spiders. One of one the lads at work, <laughs> he, he was apparently, like, he was having a meal with someone and, like, the someone was a vegan and they were serving up the food and stuff. And I think it was, like, a takeaway or something. And they, they were, like... Right, we, 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 th- we think this is this is vegan. You can have this, and it was like spring rolls and bits and pieces like that. And they assumed because it was like a vegetarian spring roll type thing, it would it would be vegetarian. And she bit into it, and apparently after like three of these spring rolls and a bit of the main course, she turned and looked and just went, "I'm enjoying it. It's delicious, but I don't think it's vegetarian." And like they looked it up afterwards after they'd finished eating the entire thing, and it turns out it had meat galore in it. Like half of the fucking food was meat. I watched a fucking episode of remember um Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Yes. And yeah. he could not explain to this guy why you can't use the pork broth to make gravy for a vegetarian meal. He was like, it hasn't got meat in it. He was like, but you're using pork. You're using the, the pork broth. He was like, well, yeah, that's what gives it its flavor. He was like, no, you can't use pork broth. That woman is a vegetarian. She's ordered a vegetarian meal. And he was like, right. And he was like, but there's pork. pork. You can't use the pork broth in the gravy. And he was like, but if I don't do that, I'll not have the same flavor. And they were like, yes, but she's a vegetarian. He was like, but there's no meat on the plate. He was like... <laughs> Some people thought he was going to kill him. <laughs> Some people just do not have common sense, but that is half of the reason anybody oh, watches Gordon Ramsay is just to see him lose his shit. And it was because she found a bone in the gravy, and she was like, "Hold on, this is a vegetarian meal. What the fuck? Plants don't have bones." <laughs> oh, I'd be concerned of any sort of meal that I had that like came with a bone in the gravy. To be fair, well, like, it was just a tiny like it wasn't like a pig's skull. It was just no, like. I a... know. I know, but surely you would sieve it out. Surely the surely the gravy has been through a sieve or something to filter out bits. Yeah, you'd think so, but... Bones. Bits and bones. Anyway, I think we need to take a book out of the Swedish book, because since we're going all multinational... A leaf. A leaf out of the Are Swedish book. Are we going to make a book? You're gonna make what, people. What, hold on. What, what did Swedish I say? Did I have to leaf out of a book? Out of you a said book? we need to take a book out of a Swedish book. <laughs> I mean, you could take a book out of a Swedish book. <laughs> We're gonna take a book out of a Swedish book and make it our own. It's the British way. <laughs> no, the British way is to take the whole stuff and say it was it's your way. Yeah. I like. It's like I like the look of that thing. I'm gonna take it and call it my own. And then if you go, no, but that's really old and important. My history will go, you've put it in the museum so you can come pay and look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe in two or three hundred years, we'll give you it back. <laughs> Once people are bored, we're looking at that's it. If, it's time to kickstart the British Empire. Um, donations of where this is going in the back of the National History Museum and never been seen again. Yeah. Or if, it brings good, good, if, or if it good, brings good publicity. I, I am reckoning, right? Barbados just got its independence from the British Empire. It's just become a republic. I bet 
that there's going to be some sort of artifacts in the British museums that are going to be publicised as moving, get, giving returns to their rightful owners via donations <coughs> and things like that, just because it will bring pu- good publicity to the museums now that it is now an actual company of its own. Not company, country of its own. You know for a fact that's going to happen. It happens every time. But no. I was talking about the exercise of death cleaning in Sweden. Yeah. What's the exercise you of guys death cleaning, Kyle? The exercise of death cleaning, my dear Sergey, it is the concept where elderly people deliberately clear out and declutter their possessions so that nobody has to do it once they're dead. Why would I be that considerate? You clean my shit. I love that idea. It's 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 such a considerate I like it's one of those things where like how considerate can you be where you know you're gonna die, so you just start clearing out all of your shit just so your family doesn't have to do it. I kind of like that idea because messed up my mom when she had to clean out clear out all my granddad's stuff and we've still got a lot of my granddad's stuff here in the house. I'll do the opposite, to be honest. I'll fucking hoard everything. You just start buying random shit. I won't even start buying it. I'm a I'm a jag driver. I fucking take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's the thing. To be fair, if you know you're dying and you want to be an asshole, you can you can just go. Well, fuck it. I'm dying anyway. I'm just going to spend all my life savings and buy whatever the fuck I want. So you just end up with a house full of shit. It won't be. It won't be like house full of shit as per se. It'll be like house full of like strategical shit. Like I planned this to be for when if my when when my kids ever clear out my house when I die, they'll go in and question my fucking life moles. I want it so that when I die, people look through my stuff and it all le- it all has different clues to different shit. Like I want a grandfather clock that's got a clue hidden behind the fucking pendulum and shit like that, or engraved on the pendulum. And then eventually, the that like after. Like, years of going through all of the shit that I had. All the tiny little trinkets and boxes and bits and pieces. They discover that it all leads to just a giant. Well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it, you idiot? <laughs> nah, have an Easter egg hunt. Like, only like, scavenger clues to the next location where your next belongings <laughs> are. And at the very end, they spent good five years of their life. They dedicate to dedicated to this fucking Easter egg hunt. They found a box. They're thinking, this is where my granddad's fucking money is. This is where all the money is. We're going to get in it. it Open it. It was just a picture of you shagging their grandma. Like cheesy grin and thumbs up. And on the back says, nice try, assholes. <laughs> fucking it's, hell. It's time, Kyle. It's time. It is time. <laughs> It's time. Everyone's all about space travel. It's time to restart the greatest empire in history. It is indeed. I need to upload. She hasn't even seen in the chat yet. No, it's 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 time to start our own um, empire. Yeah. No. Go on the chat. What chat? We do need to start our own empire. The the swept aside one. Messenger. (laughs) <laughs> yes, messenger swept. <laughs> how, how how are we gonna get like? Uh... 
Listen, oh, you keep good. trying that's to get my enough. stuff played in space. Everyone's on about all the millionaires are doing space travel. I'm just saying, it's time. Exactly. We are going to end up getting a fucking arrested thing. We will succeed. We will get ourselves a, co- a. I was about to say a colony, an empire. Guys, right, okay, all seriousness, if we are ever in any position, and this is a bit huge if we are ever in any position where we're going to afford space travel, I'm not going to afford a rocket, does it look like that? <laughs> if it looks like that, then you're in the corner. Then. <laughs> oh. Why have you changed our logo? <laughs> what? Because it's the ship. <laughs> I love it's anything. You can, <laughs> you have tools there to show the audience of what we're laughing at. <laughs> I mean, I can't find I cannot find anywhere else to upload Jay, a fucking picture that will not be behind us. That's foresight. He's showing the future of the company. I am. I'm showing, <laughs> we, we're, we're taking the to Mars. We are. We are going to build a fucking old-school wooden warship and we are going to retrofit it so that it can do space travel and we are going to fuck off to Mars. And we are going to be the first <laughs> podcast recorded on can Mars. I, can I just say, I feel Kyle, like the word retrofit have done right. a lot of heavy lifting in that equation. <laughs> you can't just retrofit a fucking old-school ship to, to space travel. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, I don't think they're airtight, Kyle. Like, can we... Anywhere. <laughs> Can we just can we just leave a Stefan to navigate us to Mars and leave Kyle off at the side? No, because if no, I think we should let Kyle. Although no, because I don't want to end up in the sun. No, I, I don't trust Kyle to navigate there. the ship, the uh, tall ships on um, black sails. Never mind to the Mars. Hey, I am fucking fantastic on black sails. Also, you are going to need me for my stupidity, but random fucking batshit crazy amazing ideas, such as retrofitting the fucking ship to go to Mars. Oh, yeah, there. We're just not the fucking quartermaster, is what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fucking armorer. I stayed away from the stern. (laughs) If we, if we. If we are making a ship that goes to Mars, I am da- I am making damn well fucking sure those cannons work. <laughs> Even if just to shoot at the fucking SpaceX and all of the millionaires trying to fly up alongside with in other rockets. Imagine that you're a, you're a millionaire. You've bought your ticket on a space rocket. You're going up, and then you just see this 1800s warship going past you, firing its cannons at you. <laughs> Land ho! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't They're ringing the war bell because we've seen another spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make this dream a reality for us, please go to com forward slash taken off air. I don't know how you would make this a reality, but fucking do it. <laughs> oh, hey. <coughs> we just need oh, out Elon Musk's money. We do. No, because we're not going to get Elon Musk because we keep calling him Elton every time you mention his name. <laughs> nah, I stopped myself. I felt myself going Elton there, and I stopped it. Elton John? Well, he did have Rocketman. Man. 
Fuck me. Although I think that has slightly different mean. Yeah, that's about yeah. drugs. <laughs> Rock a man, burn on a midnight alone. No idea if that's going <laughs> Kyle just makes up words. <laughs> I do. You thought I had what? Any idea what I'm doing? Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Have we just rendered this episode black? Do, do you know what? Wait, yeah, I, we I, haven't, I, I, I not have not had a single topic. topic. I did have topics, but we ended up just bullshitting my way through because it's right. birthday episode. We've got 15 so minutes to talk about your topic. <laughs> 15 minutes to talk about my topic. Yeah. <sighs> Hold on a second. I have to find it. Okay. Um, we're going to go to a combination of France and Japan, and from the sounds of it, fucking Canada as well. I can talk about France, Japan, and Canada. Uh, apparently, a, a Japanese AI system that was designed to distinguish the difference between croissants from bear claws has turned out to be capable of identifying cancer cells. It's a story of shoot for the moon, miss, and somehow you'll end up landing on a fucking bigger moon. <laughs> apparently... I've got questions. You've got questions. Okay, go for it. Why? Right, he has the why. Market research for Japanese bakeries determined that they sell more breads and pastries the more different varieties they have, and that Japanese bakery customers prefer items which aren't wrapped, because individually wrapped things give the impression of being preserved or mass-fabricated. So the obvious solution was to sell as many different kinds of breads and baked goods while keeping them unwrapped. But in in practice, it's a package. It's a nightmare because it means you have to have someone sitting there with no barcodes to scan or anything, having to remember all the individual codes or having to type it into a machine and remembering the individual price for each item by heart and add them up manually, which mean, meant it was a very slow process. It meant training new people took a very long time, all that sort of thing. So a bakery chain owner decided to... Uh, approach a computer guy in 2007 to ask for a system to automate it. It took five years, and the company barely survived a financial crisis during the time, but they managed to develop a highly specialised AI that will look at a pile of bread a customer puts on a till and automatically identify each individual bit of bread. Uh, oh, you said barcodes. I thought you said bear claws. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it does. It, it'll it'll dis, it'll differentiate back onto the bear claws. Bear claws are a type of bread. And uh, oh, my favorite bread still the best. You did say bear claws, but I did say bear I had claws. no idea. Bear claws. I don't know. That was a type of bread. I was like thinking, what can bakery are you going into if you see like an actual bear claw? And he's Russian. Croissant? No, yeah, it's it's. I like, don't want to uh, go to Russian Greg's. Russian GR eggs. eggs. It's used in Danish and that sort of thing. You know cinnamon rolls? It's basically like a cinnamon roll where it's got like the icing splayed on top and stuff. It's just usually in a different shape. It's in like a sort of claw shape, hence the reason it's called a bear claw. Uh, apparently, the, apparently, like, they need an AI system to look at a pile of bread and go, right, this is that, this is that, this is that. Tally it all up and then charge them correctly while the live cashier is free to make small talk and help them pack and everything. 
The whole process was fast, sanitary, simple, and pleasing for both the customers and employees. And to an outsider, it looked like fucking magical bullshit. That is a quote from the article. Uh, in <laughs> bear in mind, it, it was commissioned in 2007, and it took five years to make. In 2017, a doctor saw an ad for the bakery scanning system, and it occurred to him that cells under a microscope, um, under a microscope don't look all that different from weird loaves of bread, apparently. I don't know what fucking doctor he is, but that's not what I would assume cells look like. So he tried it, and apparently the same machine can look at the different cells in a human body and will pick out which cell is which. So it will immediately identify which cell is a cancer cell. You can use almost the exact same code that identifies bread to identify in a tissue sample any sort of cancer cells and every sort, sort of different cells. And now people have been apparently buying the, pro the program for everything from analysing the readout from big physics experiments to labelling charms and amulets for sailor trines to detecting problems in the wiring on jet engines. It's apparently that accurate and that wide wide range of a spectrum. It can look at anything and just go, yeah, I know what that is, it's this. So long as you can, tell it, this you is what you're, you're looking at. What about... Your lunchtime... Your lunchtime trip to fucking Greg's is just completely ruined. You know, you go down, you pick up a croissant, you pick up some fucking cinnamon rolls, you pick up some fucking yum-yums, you fall down in front of this computer, and the computer says, yep, you've got cancer. You'd be good, wouldn't you? You'd be fucking sick. Well, no, you have, you have to put in an actual... You have to put in a, a tissue sample. You can't just go... Here you go, scan. Here you go, you've scanned my hand while I've been putting bread on a pile. It does actually require a tissue sample. <laughs> well, you didn't say that, uh, did you? No, you just said it scans you. I did Apparently, say it, it scans you like a slice it. of bread. No, I did. Well, I, I heard like it's it looks at a piece of bread thinking that's Warburton's and looks at your hand. I think, yep, that's leukemia. <laughs> uh, I mean. Oh. It could. So you what you have to tell her what is what's looking at. So so you, so like if it's looking at wiring, you would <clears throat> input examples of different types of wires. So I'm guessing it's like the preset thing where you have where you'll have. Yeah, to, so you have to program it, calibrate it. You'll you'll have to program it, calculate it. But once it does that, it'll be able to look at anything. You can just put it there, and it'll just go, "Yep, that's that, that's that." You can give it a big bundle of wires, like the traditional all the wires have had sex behind the TV and somehow ended up with a massive ball. You can put that ball in front of the machine, and the machine will just go, "Yep, that's that wire, that wire, that wire, that wire," and it will just differentiate every single wire it can find. But that's just the material. Can I imagine if yeah. Anne Summers had this? I feel like I'm so, so what I'm thinking is like if I you think, I think have a different like that plastic can make different things that covers a wire. Yes. So it might have the same molecular makeup as a certain carrier bag or a plastic toolbox or something. But I'm assu I'm assuming you wouldn't input that into the device if you're making it specifically look for wires. You would only input wires into the program and that. Yeah, but if you put your box down in front of it and it was like there's wires here. It probably would the same the same as if you if you had the program sitting there looking at bread and you put down 
I don't fucking know, some flour, it would probably just sit there and go, bread. But what if you had like a, a wire made out of bread? Then it would be like, that's bread, and you'd be like, what is a wire? I, I, I want. A I do, I'm not convinced I can sort my bread from my wires. That's all I I'm want, saying. I want a bread that's in the shape of what? I want a loaf that's in the shape of a computer with wires and stuff now. You know, all you want a roll of bread. As in, no, like, I, a... want like, I want like a big loaf. Big loaf of bread in the shape of a computer with the wires and stuff. What about a computer in the shape of a loaf of bread? We've already got those. They, ex- <laughs> they already exist, dude. They were about in the 90s. Bread in square. It's got a little fucking thing in. A little shape. Like a bit of okay, toast. That's, that's the thing. It's literally got the little shape. It's just the... It's dude, just... I, saw, I saw a seat that looked like toast. There's loads of, there's loads of shit nowadays. Like, everybody <laughs> makes... Every, the amount of shit that you can buy. You can buy a fucking coffee machine that looks like a coffee cup. You can buy a toaster that just looks like a loaf of bread you can buy a fucking seat that looks like an ass. just been waiting to say something and we're just hurting his head we are i'm hurting my own head to be honest now the moment <laughs> passed now oh because you forgot or because no 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 it's just because i'm saying imagine if Anne Summers had this magic machine yeah not just about barcode. You just, you just, you just put a dildo on a fuck in front of the camera, and I said, oh, yeah, "I don't go to where." This dildo costs twenty pounds. <laughs> yep, them's on some. We'd be prices. able to find out how much our own privacy, like our own um, privacy, cost. That's the most polite way of saying our genitalia you have ever fucking said in your life. I could, I could like just, just like flop down my raging, my raging penis, just like in front of this fucking. Camera. It'll come with a price tag, so, and so I can accurately sell myself and read corners of my life if it gets that bad. I love no, the fact because you're the missing, one... you're missing the point. It scans the genetic, genetic makeup. So unless you've got plastic. So unless you got your plastic cock out. <laughs> two things. I love the fact that one. Jay was polite on the first and then turned to raging penis for the second. <laughs> and two, the fact that Jay's plan for this is turn up to Anne Summers, see if they've got a machine. If they do have the machine, just pull his pants down and slam his cock on a till. You say a slam. It'll be more like a, a gentle tap. And then just see <laughs> how much it's worth. But then, man, unless somebody's I'm, put fish in front of the machine before, you'd have to calibrate it to say it's a penis. And then if someone like was trying to scan something and accidentally got their hand, they'd be like, penis. What about brothel? <laughs> Imagine if that's how a brothel sets its prices. It just scans the employees every month and sees if they've gone up or down in value. <laughs> Stock market oh, of prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> Analyzes the, the diameter and the fucking depth the diameter, oh, the, de- the, the, the 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 density, as in like the density of the cells, the youth of the cells and stuff. So like it would recognize that the older ones would probably charge be charged a little bit less, unless it was specifically for a client who preferred that sort of thing. Okay, there's a magic. How that have we got here? Yeah. That month again, 
open your legs and show the robot. I mean, you're saying that there was a time in history where young women would have to have priests and nuns do that to them just to make sure that they were still, in fact, a virgin so that they could be married off for land and profit. I don't think priests yeah. can put those vaginas on the side. Okay, much of that. Only if they're under Or Doris just sits on the machine, opens up her legs, so this fucking barcode replacing scanner her fad should have come up with <laughs> that's yeast so definitely Warburton's dear god he's been with you can't help, he's it. Been... You can't help. That's, that's why he set this whole thing up yeah he's so happy with himself his conversations went down the dark road <laughs> he's laughing it's so hard over. his face is nearly matching the colour of his sofa now Comes to something when you laugh at this or make your own jokes. Uh, if I don't laugh, no fucker else will. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't worry. At least laugh someone's laughing. Laugh oh, Jesus. Thank you. Anyway, so we're going to cut this one short after that terrible joke. I was, I was going to go another hour and have some topics, but Jay's sullied the mood now. <laughs> Uh, like a yeast infection I spread. What? Why is oh. why are we still going here? <laughs> yeah, you can extract that. What? Okay, it might go, Marmite. Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, <good> hell. <laughs> so long as they're taking off their oh, birthday cake, doesn't have nope, any fucking yeast in it. It's a tell month. Take a week off. <laughs> They're taking off her birthday cake, can't have anything to do with yeast anymore. One of their birthday cakes that look like a vagina. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Happy, Why birthday birthday taken off air. Two years. Happy birthday to take off Happy birthday to take off air. A second uh, birthday. When I'm going to make a third, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> We're going to be outlawed by the end of the fucking third. You mean by the end of the third or was by the start of the first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm less alcoholic now than I used to be. Uh, <laughs> I think this podcast has got me off alcohol a bit. Like, so, because you still do away evenings. Uh, <sighs> At least you've been lost it anyway until Jay just got all banned. <laughs> you've been lost since last listening to Taken Off Air. They're not finished with this well, didn't we? Like our birthday means it's literally near the end of the season. It is. We've, yeah. we've managed to time that well. I think we might, we could have timed it better if someone gave birth, so that they had the birthday the same days. Actually, that's the thing. If anybody has had a child at the same time as the start taken off air, and if if anybody has the same birthday as taken off air. Let us know because you can celebrate your birthday with Taken Off Air. Yeah. We'll send you a free hoodie. We're family friendly. <laughs> Just, well, two of the three were. <laughs> We're all family friendly. You're it's the one with the family and you're the one talking like that, coming up with that shit. You're the least family friendly. I think we should have a Taken Off Air spin-off where like, we get what, to... Taken off our kids. Monster. 
particularly if we had kids. So we've got the people who have kids, like the fathers, sit around and talk shit and give pe- bad parent advice. So that would just be you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Sitting and talking. Yeah, because like, the other two won't fucking show up. Hey, <laughs> Christ. Alright. Thank you very much. You've been listening to your hosts, Kyle, <laughs> Stefan, and the oh, disgusting man. turd that is Jay. <laughs> uh, you can... I'm going to try and speed run this. Let's see if I'm going to try and do this even Ooh. faster than last time. How long, How fast did you do it last time? I did it in Season less than three, a minute last we'll time. We're recording by the end of this, like. All right, okay. All right, we are going to try and pre-record this. Oh, so this I'm this watching the time. I saw the time here. Right. Please so, why are you find us on Facebook, like Facebook.com forward slash taken off air. Find us on follow us on Twitter at taken off air. Uh, TikTok at taken off air. Us. You want to wear our, our merch, taken off air.com forward slash shop. You can buy hoodies, t shirts, all you want. There is a special t shirt on there, which is just a white plain white t shirt, which I think is £100 or £400. I can't remember. Uh, you can Seems. follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash taken off air. You can find us on Spotify. You just search taken off air podcast and we will turn up. You can find us at www.takenoffair.com. The website has been revamped for your fucking pleasure. You can buy us a coffee or make a cup of tea at buymeacoffee.com forward slash taken off air. Follow us on Instagram at taken off air. Find us on Reddit, although we'd never fucking touch Reddit, with r slash taken off air. Support us on Acast with supporter.acast.com forward slash taken off air. Join us every week with takenoffair.com forward slash live where you can watch this bullshit live and see us absolutely be terrible hosts. Your producer has been Ashley Pingleton. Your hosts have been Guile Harrison, Stefan George, J. Finn listen there is no jordan as he was going out for two drinks and never came back users have been presented by sept aside productions limited and i thank you very much and i bid you adieu that was exactly one minute and 15 seconds (laughs) i need to cut it down i did it faster last time fucking hell me you did just end this just end this i've got i've got something to say i don't want to say it on live we'll be calling oh but you try to beat me with that shit just say it. <laughs> no, sorry. End it. End it. End your life. Okay. Jay won't be with Win next time. We would have ended his life. Bye. <laughs>